Hey everybody, you're listening to the Super No Super Super. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Shonen Brothers Network. Yeah. 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 The black Japanese font. Do you know what it says? Let's just say Ohio. <laughs> it just says good morning in Japanese. Well, incredible. And like the cover photo on our Facebook page, just says good morning in Japanese. I couldn't think good of anything else. Morning. Everybody. <laughs> Morning. I should have put everybody too. I can still change it. Anyway. Anyway. Lucas, do you want headphones? Nah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you were so loud. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> like you're nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> down so bad. <laughs> it was so loud. Maybe I don't need to lean in that close. You do. Oh, <laughs> okay. I turned you down. I'm ready. Are you? I'm in a very methodical mood today. Man. Methodical. I don't think know. about a it lot in, of myths. It in, in <laughs> <laughs> Well How does one get into a methodical mood? You know, you kinda just wake up and it hits you. Yeah. See that never happens. That just means you're not in touch Could, with yourself. It's like I never am. It's like you just feel you feel real at ease. No, not I'm not talking about you never touch yourself. No, no you touch yourself. It's like touch with yourself. It's like being in being tired, except you're not tired, you're just real real relaxed and methodical. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You kinda like just you like get into this mindset where you just start going down rabbit holes of thought mm. but good rabbit holes except see, except i think about them way slower than that, normal that rarely yeah. happens for me because i feel like nothing ever really happens in my life so i never really have anything to think about that's because you're thinking about your life <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take your horizons and broaden them you're right reach out and touch the sky. Reach out for the truth. Oh, that's a terrible sound. That is a terrible sound. Anyway. 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 Have we started yet? <laughs> I don't know. Have we? We started as soon as I got in my suit and tie. Yeah. All we did. right. Well. Welcome. Wait. Do you not? You always forget. Daniel, please. <laughs> what do we gotta wait for, Brady? You're right. Just, just play it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll it. Let's roll it. <laughs>
this podcast would go by a lot quicker if we just started it and then just, you know, immediately started. That would take you out of the methodical mood. I think going on for 10 minutes before we actually start the podcast and introduce ourselves takes people out of the Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of Super Shonen Brothers. Yeah, welcome. Right? Uh, yeah. You know, we yes. already recorded 13. Did we? Wow. No, we didn't. You're supposed to skip 13 because it's a unlucky number. Oh where gosh, where were you 14 weeks ago? Just kidding. It's episode 13. Dude, I can check. I don't care I have, about 13. I have a daily <laughs> journal. And I can check where I was 14 weeks ago. Wow, dude. Though, I was suggested what would be a good idea is just put out an episode 13 that just has nothing. It, like, you play it, and it's just nothing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cursed episode. <laughs> and then episode 14 is this. <laughs> Except for in the middle of episode 13, for a brief moment, you can hear Lucas's laugh in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You just hear Lucas's laugh, and then you hear... Anyway, welcome everyone to episode 13, 14, I don't know, whatever it is, 13 of Super Shonen Brothers, the greatest anime pop culture podcast ever to be created. I don't know why I'm still here. I do. I'm Daniel. And I'm Brady. And we are your hosts <laughs> yeah see we never we like i think the first episode we introduced ourselves but we never did but we never that. did it after that yeah no, that was the and time. so we're trying to do it and today we have our guest yeah we have a very special guest, guest My, his first time ever being on yeah the first time the past couple of times don't count i'm lucas yes my brother lucas just kidding lucas has been on before he always does the weather <laughs> the weather. <laughs> he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. He's... He uh, he always dresses real fancy for the occasion. He well, really every, likes Naruto. Every every <laughs> guest has to dress fancy. We require all guests to come dressed in a suit and tie. Count count yeah, how many times time I mentioned he's, Naruto. Uh, he's dressed up as One. Santa Claus. Wow. Even though it's not Christmas. Wow. Yeah, but he's got a tie on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, l- I look real nice trust me yeah looks real dapper <laughs> real dapper real dapper so what did you guys think of mortal Kombat? i didn't watch it oh i don't I barely played the game i don't think i'd like it no you wouldn't i <laughs> don't think you would either honestly i won't talk about it much i really don't care but it was fun it was really fun. Like it was just fun watching them fight and do all the stuff and like watching Scorpion and Sub Zero and all that. 
And it was like, they were really fun fights. And like most of the time they would say a lot of the lines they would say in the game. And it was so funny to hear him say it. Like you just like see Scorpion's chain hit into Sub-Zero. And then he, he, Scorpion just goes, get over here. <laughs> he throws him through like this ice. And That's it's just so like, funny. They would all say these lines. And like, spoilers. There's this one scene where the dude with the spinny hat like the super sharp frisbee hat this girl with his wings was attacking him and he throws his hat into the sand and it's like spinning like a saw and he does a flip over her lands on her saws her in half oh and then he just stands up and goes uh what do they call it flawless victory (laughs) (laughs) he stands up he just looks like so like he like just did like the most badass thing ever and he just goes flawless victory. It's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, this is hilarious. You, like usually adaptations <clears throat> are too scared to embrace oh. embrace those aspects. So that's pretty funny. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, they were the most corny lines. <laughs> you're just like you hear it and you're like even if you don't play Mortal Kombat, you're just like, Yeah, that's from the game. <laughs> But I feel like that makes it even more funny. It was. Like, like but, Kano but it, was hilarious. But it makes it enjoyable, the fact that they embraced yeah. it wholeheartedly, as yeah. opposed to just being like, we got to put this in. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're not trying to you, take you, it seriously. No. They're they're definitely playing into it, and I like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't even get to the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Is there going to be a sequel, then? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's always good. There's 11 games. <laughs> course there's gonna be a sequel they've already made two mk11 movies before i love mario kart dude i 11. love mario kart 11 they've made two live action series before and two web series of mortal kombat and they're bad <laughs> they're bad mr sunday did a caravan of garbage formal are they better or worse than the street fighter movies i never the Street Fighter movies. Oh, I, do. I don't even know there was a Street yeah. Fighter movie. Apparently there's a Tekken movie. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> Why do fighting games get movies, but like no, no other video games get movies? I am so Just excited for, for the... Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's what I was about to <laughs> say. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Well, they're building the universe. They got Detective Pikachu. Yeah, they got Sonic. Yeah, they got Sonic now. Dude, they're making the Mario, Mario movie. It's a, it's a gold yeah. mine that they just don't tap into. Dude, can you imagine just like the trailer for super smash bros the movie mm. I, I you know what i really hope i hope the teaser trailer for super smash bros movie is just like a black screen and then you just like slowly from the very like depths of the black you just see a white hand <laughs> and you just hear like a maniacal laugh oh dude dude that <laughs> hand just, is so funny dude. it just cuts out and it goes super smash brothers <laughs> dude that's just the teaser that'd be so funny but there was an idea mind. To bring together a group of remarkable people. <laughs> You're just and Fox is the guy that's talking. There was an idea. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't even know. Like, ugh, you could make a storyline out of it, but it would be a weird storyline. Uh, I think. Um, I think there should be some creative liberties, and that it could be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Mortal Kombat, they take a lot of creative liberties. Like, like so. if you play into the Master Hand representing, like, some, like, crazy god figure, yeah. and he's, like, the, the the mastermind puppet master, 
Yeah. Could be some deep stuff there. Or really, they just do a Toy Story and <laughs> they have to defeat the human that's playing with them. Yeah, but make it bigger than that. Instead of being like their toys and the Master Hand is a human, make it like they're real and then Master Hand is just God. Yeah. And they need a break free so they have free will. We are toys. Yeah, Story. but then the post credit scene is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's like post credits are going and then it goes to black and then you just see. Oh, you just, man. From the depths of the black, you just see like a white hand and it's just. The crazy just hit is still out. so funny to me. Who at Nintendo was like, yeah, we got Master Hand. What's the other villain? You know, crazy hand. Yeah. Well, why is he crazy? Well, um... Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is, one is right-handed and one is left-handed, so we presume they're attached to the same person. Exactly. Why is the same person so, like, calm and mysterious and methodical with one hand, and then the other hand just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Shit. God. Schizophrenia. Think, well, in Mortal Kombat, they do take their own liberties because, like, the people don't really like necessarily have their powers right away. Yeah. Like Kano, you know the guy, you know Kano, the guy that shoots the laser out of his eye. Mm. Like he doesn't get that till like after, they have to like train to, and like reach inner like pain to get their thing to come out. But man, it's ridiculous. Interesting though. It was fun. It's a fun movie. It's nothing like great, but it was fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. L Logan liked it a whole lot. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a whole episode on the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. God, one day. One day. Once the Mario movie comes out. But we must talk. Oh, wait. I am watching more One Piece. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Where are you? Not far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just watched, well, I actually did, it was a pretty great uh, few episodes. I watched uh, Hawkeye fight Zoro. He's quite the guy. Yeah, the introduction of Mihawk. That's, uh, Mihawk. Mihawk Hawkeye. Yeah, he's... I was like, that's not Hawkeye. Hawkeye has a bow and arrow. That he, so he's very important, obviously, because he's the greatest swordsman in the world. Zoro um, needs to beat him. Zoro needs to beat him. We yeah, still barely know anything about from him. From the Grand Line. Yeah. We... Is he just protecting the One Piece? No. Okay. I, was I don't think he knows head. anything about the One Piece. Is he searching for the One Piece? He just no, wants he to just be... does his own thing. He just wants like... to be the greatest swordsman. <laughs> I think it's so funny. He just sits on this like tiny boat that literally fits himself and himself alone. <laughs> and he's got two candles. Yeah. He's like, I am the That scene where he stopped Zoro with just like the oh, yeah. the tiny knife or whatever. Oh, I thought that was so funny. Now, Mihawk is so cool. Yeah. He's so mysterious. He like showed up, fought Zoro, kept him barely alive, and he's like, yeah, I'm good now. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> but no, that was a great Zoro moment that yeah. really solidified Zoro as like the Urza of the series. Because yeah. he was like, I will never lose again. And he, he doesn't. Oh, dude. Really. Not really. I love Zoro. I think I'm just before Sanji's backstory. Mm. That's some good like, stuff. I'm at, like, it's, it's, they're on the verge of diving into it because they like keep showing glimpses of him and Redfoot on some island. 
they talk about Redfoot. How he was like a badass pirate. Yeah. That's and then cool. you know, the Adon is there doing his thing with the weird pearl shield guy. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're both stupid. <laughs> Don Krieg is I I hate him. What a guy. Anyway, let's get to the next arc. The next arc is, is amazing. Speaking of, what's the news? You oh, like yeah. that segue? That was a good segue. I feel like it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good segue. You fake it until you make it. So, <laughs> I do have some uh, some interesting news. Some of them don't make any sense at all. Uh-huh. Let me pull it up. Oh yeah, so this won't make any sense to you. My friend sent me this and I didn't think it was real at first, but turns out it is, and I don't know why they're doing it. But the seven deadly sins, right? Yeah. So it's getting a crossover with Stranger Things. <laughs> what? Whoa, dude. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. That is not it. No, so, no, Seven Deadly Sins has a mobile sense. game, <coughs> and they're putting Stranger Things characters into the Seven oh. Deadly Sins mobile game. Oh, I see. That's so dumb. I don't care about mobile games. Anyway. Yeah, but, like, look at the poster for it. Like, it has the Man. Stranger Things characters that in is... the Seven Deadly Sins art style. It's not something you expect to see every day. First of all, like, wh- the weakest why? Seven Deadly Sins character could kill any of them <laughs> yeah i i don't understand why no, this is dude. a thing not that one kid with curly hair seven <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about you know <laughs> i feel like all of them have no, like where's the hat lucas has never seen stranger things i've seen the first season i think the next season comes out really like this year I'm just going to watch all of it back to back. I think it's the final season this year, too. I do. The, um... I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven Deadly Sins. I think Seven Deadly Sins is interesting. You would like it, Lucas. Yeah, I probably would. Maybe. You, would, you wouldn't like some of it, but you would like I, most of it. I feel like you would like all of it. Mostly. Some of it's pretty boring. I don't know, I enjoyed basically all of it. Hmm. And I haven't seen the recent seasons, because I heard they I've awful. seen the recent seasons. Well, yeah, but the anime adaptation is just awful. The recent seasons But you guys refuse to read manga, so yeah. I guess. I've I read manga. Yeah, I've read manga. <laughs> okay, next piece of news <laughs> is... Uh, so, in a recent interview... Kohei Horikoshi, the creator of My Hero Academia, revealed that um, My Hero Academia is still heading towards the ending he originally planned before he started the series. The series has gone on way longer than he expected it to, but he's still heading towards the ending he had in mind before he started which is, is there gonna be uh, My Hero Academia Shippuden? I have no idea. There better be. I. 
I've or been, else I'm not gonna finish it. I've, I've been spoiled on what happened recently in the manga, and I'm not sure anymore. Izuku Midoriya dies. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, dude. I don't know, but that's that's interesting. It's gonna be weird when my hero ends. Boring. What's the next? End Until era. two years later, it comes out with Shippuden. Shippuden. <laughs> Shippuden. Yeah, and then, so, the first worldwide One Piece character popularity poll uh, came out a couple months ago. A month ago. Um, months ago? Month, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and I voted. Allows you to vote, like, every day. Um, but it closed, and the poll is going to come out sometime this month in May. And that'll be cool to see. I know who's going to win. Who? I bet you don't. It's going to be Usopp. <laughs> nah. It's going to be so geeky. I think in the past, the last popularity poll, Zoro won. Law has won a couple. Who did you vote for? Sanji. I voted for Sanji one of the days. <clears throat> I voted for Vivi another one of the days. Um, who else? I voted for Luffy. Robin. Nobody likes Luffy. Big News Morgans. <laughs> Interesting. You don't know who any of those characters nope. are. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ben. So, neither of you have watched Free, and I haven't either, and I don't plan to. But they announced a movie of Free coming out, and it's called Free The Final Stroke. Oh, dude. Let's go watch it. I think we should watch it. Let's do it. Um, And that's coming out. Yeah, Free is an interesting show. It's about swimming. Yeah, it's like... Uh, the volleyball show, but swimming. Yeah, except a little bit more gay. Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought, Brady. But are you gonna watch it? So you would like it? Yeah, <laughs> I would. Hell yeah. No, I probably won't. Neither. Sports anime. Sports is not my thing. Yeah. Except for Haikyuu. I love Haikyuu, dude. Like you so good. But yeah, besides that. And Keijo, obviously. Do you know what Keijo is? Jonathan has watched it for some reason. That's so weird. K Canon? Keijo. <laughs> Kaon? I love Kaon. Canon? Canon? What other news do you have? Better be good. Or I'm leaving. I mean, half of the news I have is about things that you guys have never seen. Skip to the good stuff. Go go ahead. How many are there? Oh, okay. So I guess <laughs> I'll just talk about this one instead. Okay. So this is kind of sad, but the uh, the Dragon Ball Z music score composer uh, passed away. Dude, he dude. did a very good job. Yeah. Well, I guess if we're speaking of yeah. deaths, we also Shunsuke have another death. Kikuchi. Oh. The end... At the age of 89. Well, at least he lived a quite a long life. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. He was a great, 
great music composer. Music in Dragon Ball is great. So come along. <laughs> Man. My favorite. My favorite was uh, when Gohan turns Super Saiyan 2. The Japanese oh, song that plays in the background. Mm. Mm. So it's a work of art. What is my favorite Dragon Ball song? You're a work of art. Oh, I think my favorite song in Dragon Ball is the song at the very end with Goku flying away with Oob. That's a powerful song. <laughs> That's oh, <wow>. so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Daniel, it turned it the wrong way. I just wait, wait, wait. I'm probably not gonna edit this. <laughs> you never do. <laughs> All right. What about his? Song? Well, one moment. It's very powerful. Technical difficulties that we could I edit out, but he won't. So take the time to do that. So the Dragon Ball song that Bray's referencing, it's um. It like starts out as the slow version of one of the like heartfelt songs that plays throughout the series, uh-huh. and then it leads into something that's a little bit more grand because it's the final moment. And not only is it a real swell song on its own, but how it incorporates some earlier music within the series is just very well. It's done. like the Superman <laughs> theme of Dragon Ball. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I feel like it really sounds <laughs> yeah, like the really Superman does. theme, honestly. Um, I very much didn't like the final scene with Oob, but the good news is that Super kind of retconned that, so. Yeah. Well. Oob. Kind of. Kind of. I hope it retcons it eventually. It hasn't I yet, think though. I think there's some plot reasons that happened in Super where it does, but it's possible it they'll, they just won't care and then it'll just be an inconsistency. But for now, I'm going to pretend in my mind it's not canon. Me so. too. Just like the fairy tale movie. And the final <laughs> arc. No, the final arc ended off fairy tale well. It just wasn't very enjoyable. I haven't seen it yet. You know, another really sad news. We also have another death. The death of Naruto's director and illustrator, Osamu Kobayashi. Ah, dude. He died at age 57. Did I love Naruto? It's really sad. Dang, 57. That's There's, There was always, like, when I... Like, I remember this one lady, though. She told me, like, I was at the car wash, and she said that the creator of Naruto had died. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, didn't you hear? And I was like, no. But I looked it up, and there was no news about it. And I was like, what? That'd be so sad. And, that, like, I did look it up, though, but there was, like, apparently all this, like, fake news about, like, a while ago that people were saying he passed away. But... Yeah, but it's really sad, though, that the uh, director and illustrator of Naruto had passed away. He did a good job. Especially with just creating the show from manga to live action. Or, well, animation, I mean. Mm-hmm. Sad day. Very talented, man. Yeah. Sad day. Sad day. Well. Well. Shall we get into the topic? That's all I have. That's all you have? No, no, no. For, so for the video game news. So oh, the yeah. topic of this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the video game news? New Pokemon Snap released this week. 
and not only is it uh, going to be an incredible video game, but fans of Pokemon Snap have waited 22 years for a sequel to be made. 22 22 years. years, and it has finally happened. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, I want to play it so bad. Nobody cares. I haven't yet. I don't care. <laughs> There's a lot more you than, know, than meets the it, eye. It's a very good game. I'd probably enjoy it. I think I've played the original. I liked it. It's so much fun. Let's see. I think that's pretty much... Oh, I watched the new... So they dropped a trailer for Castlevania Season oh, 4. Yeah so good i need to watch it it looks crazy it's gonna be great i was tempted to watch i think this is the final season too castlevania because i just finished watching invincible oh and i kind of wanted have to you watch watched all of it mm-hmm. yeah i finished so you, it. did you finish the last episode yesterday? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah man, dude it, yeah well <sighs> we should do an entire episode about it that was so good it was so good once i finished it i'm like damn it this that should have been our episode for this week dude, that last episode was crazy. It's so good I, lucas you need to watch it i think lucas would like it i like think it, lucas would really there, like there's it. parts that you would just not enjoy. it's it's very violent <laughs> very violent. but it's not like a bright burn the the yeah. superman is a good character yeah and has reasons for doing what he does but his son is like a true superman mm-hmm he like actually like he's also a bit of a like a Spider-Man Peter Parker kind of like he, like a lot of the things that he was going through remind me of like with Sp- how he Spider-Man. handles his double like, life yeah, yeah like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man like very similar stuff that's some, that's some compelling it's very compelling good. characters yeah creator it's the guy that created The Walking Dead yeah um, he created this series Invincible that they it's a there's they're further in the comics right now like they're a lot more he's a lot more down the line but they just finished the first season of the animated show it's really good it's got like a soup it's got like a justice league ultimate vibe to it by cartoon series yeah. it's really fun and it seems really cliche at first but that's kind of the point but then it gets crazy yeah <laughs> it's very violent <laughs> It sounds very good. But yeah, anyways, I was after I finished that, I was thinking about watching Castlevania because I wanted to watch something kind of similar in terms of just like brutal, brutal and story, like a good story and just violence and horror like that. Castlevania's definitely got that. Yeah, so I was I'm tempted to watch it. Oh man, season four is gonna be crazy. I watched the trailer and man, crazy stuff's gonna happen. I'm excited. Did you guys watch the trailer for Sweet Tooth? No. It's like, you know what Sweet Tooth is? No. It's based off a comic series from DC. And it's like basically an apocalyptic world where they're not sure what caused the apocalypse. But after the apocalypse, people started creating these hybrids between humans and animals. And it kind of follows this kid who's like half deer, half human interesting so it's uh it's a show about furries i mean probably <laughs> yeah that's really interesting but then it's like the people in the world are like literally like wanting to murder every hybrid kid 
Yeah. Well, should we get into the topic? I feel like we've already been going no. for like half an hour. We have. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's, let's get into the topic and try to... Try to keep it at like 40 minutes. <laughs> you keep it at 40 minutes. I try to. Always. It's never my fault. Usually is. Anyway, what's... Oh, that's an awful sound. <laughs> Why would you do that, Brady? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, the topic this week, gentlemen. Mm. I want you to imagine. <laughs> All right. Now, I want you to imagine you are the best at what you do in school. Like, you're damn good. You have something that nobody else has. The ultimate procrastinator. You are the... <laughs> you are the ultimate procrastinator. <laughs> what are you, Lucas? Um... <laughs> it's gonna be so dumb. Um... The, the ultimate Naruto fan. The ultimate hope. That's what you are, Lucas. Ah, yeah. thanks. Ah, jeez. I'm going to turn you up so you can just sit like that. Okay. Sick, dude. Perfect. Well. He's going to lean in. We have the ultimate. <laughs> Brady, the ultimate procrastinator. Brady, the ultimate procrastinator. Lucas, the ultimate Naruto fan. <laughs> One day you go to the mailbox and you receive a letter. On the letter, the recipe, or the receipt, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Take a time. The receipt. It says it's from Hope's Peak Academy. Dude, oh, no dude. way. Always wanted to go. It's your first day. I can't wait to kill my friend. You got your backpack on. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> You've got your backpack on. You're standing outside the school. You're so ready. Man, I'm going to be the ultimate procrastinator. I sure says. hope nothing goes I'm wrong. I'm going to be the ultimate Naruto fan, Lucas says. <laughs> you take a moment and pause awkwardly as you look over and you're both standing next to each other. And you just said it out loud. And then you both kind of like look down in shame. As you take one foot step forward. Does that sound right? I don't care. You take one <laughs> step forward. One foot step forward. <laughs> <laughs> one foot step forward. Oh, I can't wait to do our D&D. One foot step forward. <laughs> one foot step forward. Into school. And then you black out. And then you realize you just passed out. You gotta, you're late for class. Anyway, we're talking about Dang and Rom. <laughs> <laughs> One foot step forward at a time. One foot step uh, forward. Yeah. All right. <laughs> For anybody listening to this episode, we're going to be talking nonstop spoilers about the show and video game series. Dang it, Grandpa. That is... <laughs> God damn it, Grandpa. <laughs> God damn it, Grandpa. <laughs> Oh, Dang and Rampa. 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 Dang and Rampa.
Dude, where is he? I have my Monokuma yeah. over here. Ah, oh, dude, there he is. It's a, it's a very good show. Monokuma. Nice. Yeah, you're a furry. You bet you cuddle, How... I bet you cuddle that every night. Dude, you know what you I should do? I do not want to cuddle this. This is a demonic bear. No, only yeah. half of him. Yeah. <laughs> you should get a fursuit of Monokuma. Oh, man. I would like to have, like, a onesie of Monokuma. It'd be fun. You would. Anyway, let's dive into it, shall we? Let's, let's just jump right into it. So, Danganronpa. Kids are killing kids. Oh. Yeah. Hope, despair despair and hope so so lucas <laughs> yeah in a minute or less describe what the danganronpa series is all about the danganronpa series is uh, a visual novel s series with some gameplay elements mixed in it takes these group of 15 teenagers and put them puts them in what's called a killing game where they have to kill each other in order to get out. But they only get out if they get away with the murder without being caught. If they are caught, then they are called the blackened and then they are killed. And then everyone else has a chance to escape if they are one of the final survivors. Or, like I said, if they kill and get away with it. Um, so throughout the, the... Listen, that was great, but this time, explain it without reading from the Wikipedia page. <laughs> 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 I'm surprised my methodical brain kept going for that long yeah. already. And time's up, by the way. Yeah. You did it. Wow, I think... Could have been a worse job. <laughs> you have more to add um so throughout the games um they some some killing happens some real dark despair happens because you know teenagers killing teenagers um but there's some real bright bright souls involved in this group bright souls so uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah some real real bright souls in this group and uh they try to more than half of them are bright souls they try to keep the group alive and the morale alive, even though they're in a horribly dark situation. And um, not only the the fight to stay alive, but the fight to keep hope alive um, makes for a very interesting and engaging story. It's true. Now, which of the series is your guys' favorite? Two. I think we all have the same answer. Yeah, two. I would almost V three. <laughs> I've seen I've seen some people say V three. Me too. No way. A lot of people have said V three. No way. Two two is by far the most popular two though. Two is the best. Two two is almost unanimously agreed upon to be the best. Um but oddly enough, from what I've seen, V three is second place. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that like two is the best, but it doesn't really have Makoto Nayagi in it. You wouldn't believe how much I've thought about that. Makoto Naegi is my second favorite fictional character of all time. I adore the man with all my heart. Um, and yet, Two's story and so and 
um, trials and yeah. characters. And, and, the, and like, the, the killings, like, a lot of the deaths yeah. in that game. Like, and, and it, yeah. Are so, like, everything, hard to figure out. Everything was executed near flawlessly, in my opinion. It is the definitive Danganronpa the, experience. The music, yeah. the characters, the deaths, yeah. the yeah. mystery. I mean, the deaths and the mysteries were really well it, thought out. More like, than anything with really 2, well. though, what really makes me love it more than the, the rest of the series is uh the lore aspects how they slowly um led into how this all relates to the bigger t- picture i think was done just yeah, so brilliantly at and first too specifically. it seems completely disconnected yeah. from the first game except for monokuma who's yeah. the mascot and you don't know how it's connected well, like, and even slowly Mon- even monokuma doesn't like show up straight away no. you start out with uh uh, what's the pink bear bunny it's a bunny monomi monomi yeah and you're just like wait and then you don't trust her at first because you know from the first one you're just like i've seen something similar to you first game trap taught me never to trust bears yeah yeah <laughs> don't trust a bear i guess we'll probably explain that baskets. yeah there's the mascot Pretty. of the game is well, a bear named monokuma i'm pretty he looks sure pretty demonic and he's half black and a half white Representing well, hope and despair. To be fair, though, we won't have to explain much because if you're listening to this, you know we're talking about spoilers. I mean, so you're I, listening to this because you, you played it. You're probably right. And gone through but, the whole series. But if you're really listening to this and you don't care about spoilers, you're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, anyway. I mean, not that, like, uh, but, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so something about Danganronpa that I really like, that I find really interesting about it, it's one of the things that make it makes it such a unique series, is that it spans across a bunch of different forms yeah. of media. There's a video game of it, um, but there's also an anime for it that you have to watch in order to complete the story. Um, there's light novels to it. There's books. Yeah. It's it's really cool you know i really don't think two would be my favorite if two was just an anime yeah me neither it knows it knows how to it knows when and how to utilize um each form of media to get the most out of it and you rarely see that for Um, for most series i'm sorry my favorite isn't two my favorite is ultra despair girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, should we talk about the timeline yeah. of Danganronpa? So. Yeah. so, you have, you know, kids killing kids, and then you have more kids killing kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just that over and over again. Oh, man. But, well, I guess, start timeline, so, like, yes. start with the teacher and her first... And well, no, just how you should go through the series. No. Well... Assuming people listening to this, they should have already played it. Yeah. <laughs> it's and very if not, confusing uh, we all highly recommend it. Go press pause. Uh, go spend the next seventy-two hours playing the entire series, and then come back. Do that. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> See, if you haven't played it, I think the simplest way to put it is play Ultra Despair Girls play v3 no <laughs> if you played v3 first dude i i don't even know how 
So <laughs> play Ultra Despair Girls, then V3, then 2, watch 3, then watch, or then <laughs> yeah, play, yeah, watch, play one, watch the play first one. one. Two, yeah. Finish with the first. Yep. Make a lot of sense. <laughs> no, it's going cool order. <laughs> yeah. But I think we should talk about the timeline of like yeah, events like, of everything sure. happening. Like, cause, like to very go to the very beginning with the teacher that the teacher that uh, uh, what's her name? I hate this. Chisa. Yeah. Yuki Zome. And what's the main Dating girl that controls? Junko Enoshima. Junko. The main villain of the series. She and she's awful. Goes in. She's such a bad girl. Cuts open this lady. Oh. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's still a little bit. <laughs> well, we're going to the beginning, right? That's not the very beginning. What's the beginning the... is like, is the the despair arc with all of the all of the Danganronpa 2 cast and the teacher and then them getting to know each other and oh yeah and becoming friends and like enjoying school life but there's things behind the scenes that feel wrong like with um yeah. well if we go Fuyuhiko's the sister and we see Junko oh, she dies. arrive on a plane <laughs> yeah is Junko in this class with the teacher? No. Junko was in... The class with Makoto. Makoto's class, yeah. But this was the teacher of... Wait, she was the teacher of she was, two? Yeah, she was the teacher of the... Second class. Yeah. So they all got along really well. They were a great class. She was a great yeah, teacher. Things happened, and then Junko and Oshima <clears throat> entered in. And she was a student there, and she's the ultimate fashionista, right? I think that's what her original I'm title sure, was yeah. Yeah. until she became the ultimate despair. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she came in and then just cuts caused so many the, problems. Just cuts the teacher's brain out. Oh. Yeah, she did that. <laughs> she literally um, did it. She literally cuts this lady's brain open. Oh, she she God, somehow <laughs> found a way to brainwash all these kids into becoming ultimate despairs. Well... Which... I, I almost wouldn't want to use the term brainwash because that makes it sound like it's a little bit just like mystical elements. It's more like she just she broke their spirits yeah, so much. Yeah. That... I don't want to make it sound like it's it's science fiction. Like she's more just she like pushed them into despair. Like yeah. They forced them all to like go down the yeah. worst darkest path the, possible the teacher was some dark voodoo uh brain stuff because she couldn't break her spirit so she resorted to and wasn't the much darker means but these these classes what's, what's the main character from two his name hajime hinata wasn't he also experimented on yeah so yeah for, he, yeah he's probably my favorite character in the series just because i really related to him a lot when i first played it and both uh, her and him and the teacher were like completely yeah. like fucked up. And and his or, deal like, is that he doesn't have head. a talent. Yeah. Everyone in Danganronpa has right. some kind of ultimate talent. He was he was there because his parents were rich enough to get him in. Yeah, and that was the only reason he I was there. Kids. No, but that's that's they they did a good job at it because Hinata felt bad about it. 
Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, like, he was a smug, rich kid who got in. He was like, man, my parents are paying so much money for me oh, to he, be here. He was. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, Hinata is a pretty humble guy. Yeah. And, in fact, but, yeah, he felt pretty bad for, for being there, and at times he wondered if he fit in, which yeah, led yeah. him to accepting the yeah. experiment. Yeah, and he, he always beat himself o- up over the fact that he didn't have a talent. Um, but then he met Chiaki, which she's the ultimate gamer, and she's also one of my favorite ca- characters in the series. Probably my favorite female really character of all time, honestly. Why, well, dude? She's a great character. She's amazing, but she helped him and everyone else in the class realize like that they should appreciate school and appreciate yeah. each other. Um, and she became the main hope for all of them. Yeah. Then but then Junko and Oshima then. came in and realized that she was kind of like the glue that held everything together. Yeah. And so she forced everyone to watch her get brutally murdered. That's right. That was awful. And now she's just a computer AI in two. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> It's it was so sad. Like she just watching Junko ruin these kids' lives and drive these kids that were so happy together just drive them down the darkest path she could think of. Just really fuck these kids up and then like use the teacher to like even fuck them more. No, dude, it was so dark stuff. And then they didn't they who didn't they murder someone that created the world to drop into the apocalypse basically or well, like a class they, got murdered didn't they yeah, yeah they murdered the entire class yeah well they were all like paranoid and became filled with despair so they all killed each other and then at the end there was also a that's right. like a mass suicide oh yeah that's right like a bunch of the students killed themselves yeah they? and that yeah. was brutal and all of those events led the world into total despair and cause the apocalypse. Makoto in their class, they, she tricked them into being like, oh, we can create this school as a safe haven. We mm-hmm. just gotta like lock up all the windows and make sure nobody can escape here. It was it was a different class that killed each other though. It wasn't yeah. It, uh, was, it wasn't Chiaki and Hinata's class. But that's least. that's what I love about it. In the very first game, you find right. a classroom that is just filled with oh, blood. Yeah. And you don't know why, and it never explains it in the first game. That's right. But in the third anime, at the very end of the series, it shows that entire class just brutally killing each other. And that finally explains why that classroom was filled with blood. It was very very But the the way the series slowly alludes to how it all connects and what brought upon these events um, was done very intelligently and very in a way that was very satisfying yeah Yeah. i think i mean what is it it's the worst most awful most despair inducing incident in human history well and then like the whole mystery (laughs) it's interesting because like the first one starts with this whole mystery where you start thinking like you start finding out the outside world might not be what you think it is like you think you're just locked up in a place and you need to get out back to the world everything's fine it just seems like a, a, a your typical yeah. mystery game like a, a saw type of thing where you're yeah, trapped in some yeah. place and you're trying to figure out who the mastermind is 
but it doesn't seem like there's much beyond that but then you learn that there is and the entire world is messed up basically fallen into like apocalypse and turmoil yeah everybody's killing each other monokuma rules the world Mm -hmm. it's awful 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 Awful. how did how did i guess that's more v3 huh well v3 is interesting v3 is completely disconnected i mean it's not but it is but so like i can't go into it in a sense three ends they defeat junko do they restore the world or do they need to still work on restoring the world? i mean they were working on restoring the world at the end yeah. um they created a new hope's peak at the very end with makoto naegi as the new headmaster oh yeah that's right um and then the world is it still like an apocalyptic turmoil um i th- i i would almost certainly say it got quite a bit better yeah it got better with time uh it isn't very clear um how long it took to get better or what hurdles they faced but it seems like they did a good job yeah so like what do you think there's anything before Junko Inoshima like so there is actually um I haven't I haven't read it but there is a light novel called Danganronpa Zero hmm. and it goes into the events before the despair arc Interesting. so like in the timeline that is the first thing that happens yeah I'm not sure what happens exactly in those books but um something happens like I I assume like it's about like some of the teachers I think this like you know hope is always there when there's so much despair but like it's what Nagato says exactly (laughs) but it also in a sense is the reverse too because even though there's a lot of hope there there's still always this despair Mm -hmm. yeah so like even before Junko like was there another ultimate despair was there like like has like who created junko to do all this like was it just junko that was like flip the switch i'm gonna be yeah the ultimate and, despair. and see that's that's one of the things i don't like about danganronpa because i feel like junko isn't a good villain she's not really fleshed out she's yeah. just evil for the sake of being evil she just loves despair for some reason but it yeah. doesn't really go into her past because like or Nakato, why she's like this he has a good reason to be hopeful like he has a reason to like seek hope out as strong as he can but like junko in a sense is just like yeah she's just crazy I gotta she's just crazy insane cause despair so like i wonder like did someone do this to junko did is this like a long line of despair that's like causing people to become the ultimate despair or like i think that would have been really satisfying huh. if that was yeah. the case i would love that but actually I if think, there was like a prequel yeah and i think game. the route the creator took is that jinko's more of like a, a psychopath so she's not necessarily evil for the sake of being evil because when she's revealed at the end of the game she's crazy and switching personalities every like 30 seconds um so it shows that she's crazy and not right in the head in more ways than one um and that gives but that still doesn't make a good villain it doesn't make a good villain but it 
it, it's some type of reason. It's more than just yeah. she's there. I mean, but I, I do, guess, but I do think there still. should be more behind it, though, mm-hmm. because like, if Junko can be the ultimate despair, then so can uh, what's her name, uh, the girl from that she she was literally like a psychopath when she sneezed. Oh, um, <clears throat> what is Toko? Yeah, Toko. Toko then could be an ultimate despair. Like Toko is literally almost the same as Junko in a sense where she's just psychotic for being psychotic so what stops her from being a, a person of despair you know uh, like, it's, it's also just that Junko is very ambitious yeah think thinks a larger scale I just, she yeah she she's very smart but I just so she I, plans yeah. everything way ahead of time I do think Junko I feel like maybe, like, I feel like there might be something bigger to Junko. Like, there might be something in the past that could have led her down this path. And that might be what Danganronpa Zero is about. I'm not sure. Um, I would have already read it, but it's not... Well, in the creator... hasn't been translated, and I can't buy it, which is unfortunate. I don't know why they haven't licensed it. And the creator's not done making Danganronpa. Uh, he might be. I. It's very, it, it's very hard to tell. Like, is V three like an adequate ending? Like, it's like okay, yeah. So V three. Bring us all to a conclusion. I can't really say much about V three without spoiling everything for you. But it ends in a way that makes it very clear that there probably won't be a Danganronpa game. But it's not for the reason you think. Interesting. I think there will. I would bet my life there's going to be more Ding and Rampa games, just because it's so successful. Um, it's very uncertain though if it's going to be led by the same team or even yeah. the creator. It's just. I feel like if if there was another Ding and Rampa game, it would kind of ruin the the point of the ending of V three. Which I would personally be okay with. I would <laughs> completely yeah. be okay with that too. Um, it's possible the creator has changed his mind as time has passed on and he's reflected on it more but during the creation of v3 um through v3 he made it pretty clear that um he was pretty done with the series um but perhaps that'll change and if it doesn't change um i think it'll just be led by a different team which may not actually be a bad thing because um, something I'd like to talk about later is how V3 was originally going to be a very different game. Um, mm-hmm. The team that made V3 was split almost down the middle on on it on half the team wanting to make it um, like a finale to the original series and make it very connected um, lore-wise and thematically, and another half of the team that wanted to do something very different and they eventually went with doing something very different and the creator was on that side of the fence hashtag release the (laughs) (laughs) well see so yeah i i think that's why they created the anime though yeah is because they wanted to make a game originally but they couldn't figure out a way to tell the story they wanted to in a video game setting that's so they decided to do an anime that's how they kind of told it themselves but after looking into it more i don't think it was a case of they couldn't figure out how to fit it into a game i think it's more of just 
they wanted to do something different. They all wanted and to so do different things. And yeah. so the way they wanted to finish um, the original trilogy was through an anime because they wanted to do something different with the next game. But or, but originally it looked like they were they had a bunch of plans to finish it with the game, and way more plans to incorporate Altered Despair Girls stuff. What do you think it would have been? So it sounds like oh, an amazing game to me. Um, so Altered Despair Girls right had those four kids uh, and five Monica. Yeah. So you know the the little bear cubs in in V three. Yeah. The colored ones. They're the worst guy. I hate them. So They're much. awful in V three, but they originally were gonna be the little kids. Or a lot of this is is a mixture of interviews and speculation. So we don't know all this for sure. Some of it could be wrong, but this is how how the theory goes. Is that those little kids were gonna be um, the new Monokuma's, um, hmm. with despairs. with Monica being the main one. Okay. Um, which would have been Monica die in three? No, I don't think no, she, she did. Didn't so she didn't die. She they just alive. they barely did anything with they Monica. They didn't do oh. anything with her, I, which was kind of upsetting because that was the whole point of Ultra Despair Girls. I felt yeah. was yeah. To introduce her as like the next villain, yeah. as the, the next Junko. The theory goes is that they originally were though, which is why this makes so much sense to me. Yeah. So three was gonna take place in the middle of the main town of Japan. That I don't know if it was Tokyo. I think it was um, like the in-game universe's version of Tokyo, where, where like is where like Hope's Peak is located, where like Future Foundation is whole bunch of locations like that um it was going to take place in there um and it would and the cast of characters was the main reason there was such a divide the 15 characters weren't all going to be students this time some of them were going to be like um kirigiri's um like father that she mentioned about that was also a detective um I forget I forget most of the characters, but they weren't all some of them were gonna be um Wasn't Kiri Giri's father the director of Hope Speak? Yeah. Yeah, I he think He was the first death you see in the series. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he was gonna be a character there was I forget all the characters, but they they weren't all gonna be um high school students and that was the main divide is because half the the, the studio was like no that's an important element that we need to maintain and then the other half is like yeah but it wouldn't make sense for the story so they decided to do something pretty pretty different um but in this original planned game it was gonna tie up all the loose ends i think much better and in a much more satisfying way than how the anime did it even though i like that too um there's something called um in, in V3, there's uh, a mechanic when you're doing the trials where it's like um, five versus five. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, but it's like a, a group debate sessions where there's like five on one side and five on the other. Mm-hmm. And the game was going to end with um, after you solving a bunch of mysteries and trials and figuring out more of um, how everything connects, it was going to end with um, a group debate session with um the the five uh students who made it out of Danganronpa 1 yeah. versus um like the like five the the future foundation members yeah yeah 
um, talking about hope and despair and would have been I think it would have been a really great game yeah would have been really interesting so like I would have loved that I do wonder though going back to like where this hope and despair thing in this world originated who created Hope Speak Academy well and why did it say like, that in the Danganronpa 3? Because I don't know. I don't think they ever, ever go into, like, the origin of Hope Speak Academy. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think they did, yeah. Because, like, right. that's the other thing I'm thinking. So there's got to be, like, because, like, then you come, this also, like, would tie into the end so well. To, like, why they're all doing this for a reason. And, like, why, like, and this final debate between these people that they wanted to do like where is the origin coming from like where like it kind of just like seems like it all just started i think three three was gonna go into that i think i feel like it would have i i researched most of this like a full year ago so a lot of it's blurry but because i feel like they wanted to expand more yeah on lore like it sounds like one team wanted to expand more on the lore of the universe. Yeah, they wanted, and then one team wanted to just be like, no, let's keep it mysterious still like let's do another two yeah yeah there was um a lot of this is speculation of what would have went down in the game but it feels pretty clear to me that there was a conflict of interests at with the team yeah um and sadly i i kind of i would think i would have sided with the team that wanted this the this three that we didn't get yeah. And almost, they seem to care about lore more. They wanted, they seem to care about the theme of hope versus despair more. Yeah. Um, they cared about the original cast of characters a little bit more, and all of that is is what I was looking for. Whereas the the V three side of the fence, which they all eventually pursued, um, they seem to care more about maintaining the structure of having ultimate high school students. Yeah. Um they cared more about having um surprise plot twists mysterious elements like you mentioned something unexpected oh it has that all right. it has that they they definitely achieved what they wanted to but i still think i would have highly preferred yeah the other game i Me think too. they just they and knew like half the team was like well two was so successful yeah, yeah and i just want to do that again i've come around to I, I'm more accepting of V3 now than when I first played it. Because when I first played it, I hated it. It I, ruined the entire series for me. It's pretty ironic because when we both finished it, Brady hated it. Meanwhile, I was like, you know, it's got some good, good yeah, elements. I was, like, it's got a good point. I was legitimately angry. Like, <laughs> it, yeah. I've never been that angry but now it's playing kinda, a video But now it's kind of the before. reverse where Brady's come around a little bit and I'm kind of just like... You know, I have to disconnect it from my mind from the original trilogy, or else I think it sabotages elements that I care so much about. Yeah. Hashtag release. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> release um, the finale. On the other hand, though, V three is the second most popular entry in the series. Yeah, it's um, for for uh, for notable reasons. Yeah. yeah. And all of the trials in V three are really cool, and I do the, like all of the characters. The characters yeah. are amazing. Still, the trials are amazing. Um, music atmosphere also wonderful um it was the first dang and rampa that was on a home console because the original two were made for the the vita yeah and you could see see them playing into that it's yeah 
it's just man the ending of v3 just does something so unexpected that you think it's going one way but it just does not man it was quite the finale um but the idea that the the group was split kind of gives me hope for the series future because it makes it clear to me that there are people at the at the studio that care about lore as much as I do. Mm. So I'm still hopeful that that it could go in a direction that I care an awful lot about. And even if it doesn't, the original trilogy will always just be so special to me. Yeah. And we'll make sure, you know, everybody that's listening, all followers, get on Facebook. <laughs> hashtag Danganronpa the finale cut. <laughs> the finale cut. Released the finale. Released the lore Released one. The finale cut. <laughs> Hashtag release the Danganronpa finale cut. I do think, though, that the the anime version of 3 that we got still was done very well. I really like it. Um, I like it way I, more than most yeah. people. And I think it ended in a way that was pretty like satisfying. So even if we don't get this uh, unreleased game that could have been amazing... Or the series starts going in a direction that maybe is different or disconnected. I'll still be pretty happy and satisfied with how the original trilogy did end, if that's yeah. if that's all we get. Oh, yeah. I mean, it had a decent conclusion to it all. Yeah. And, and I'm happy that they cared so much about connecting them in the first place. But I do wonder, who started Hope Speak and why? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I want them to do now. Like, I want there to be a Will we ever game. know the truth? It Probably is, not. It is a really big mystery. Like, Hope's Peak is just there. Like, the best students go here. But, like, why do they call it Hope's Peak? Like, well... I mean, I know why they call it Hope's Peak. Yeah. But clearly, like... And clear, like, I know why the game creator probably called it Hope's Peak. But it sounds like, at the same time, this Hope's Peak idea is, like, bigger than what people really think it is. Like, some guy, like, it must, like, I'm I'm imagining it's, like, the beginnings of, like, Naruto with the two brothers. <laughs> you have the ultimate hope and the ultimate despair. The ultimate hope defeats the ultimate despair, and he starts Hope's Peak Academy in order to keep hope alive, right? Like, he's, like, he's, like, because, yeah. like, the world is in despair. We're at the beginning of, like, we're in, like, a really dark age of time where... The world's having a hard time. Nobody knows how to move on. Like, it's really dark. And so this one guy being the ultimate hope, like, this one person's, like, creating this despair and doing ter mm -hmm. terrible things to the world, doing some awful stuff. This one guy comes up as, like, the ultimate hope, creates this school where they find students and The, find, the best of the yeah. best. But his, like, I mean, his real goal is to, like, you know, find the best of the best, but his real goal is also to really find the ultimate hope at the same time the next ultimate hope well i feel like it's not necessarily just to also or find develop. the ultimate hope but it's to find these group of students that yeah. are all incredible and talented and intelligent yeah. and influence them in ways that are good for the world and humanity i mean i think that's also why he included like i think that's why like you can include like i feel like a lot of people would be against the ultimate lucky student because that just sounds like that that's absurd yeah <laughs> they don't belong here yeah but like i think he did that for a reason because i think he was like well you know like i want to make sure the basis is wide mm 
Yeah. And I also want to make sure, like, anybody could be this ultimate hope. And, like, yeah. anybody could come in. And, like, it won't just be, like, one person that becomes the ultimate hope, but, like, a group of people. Like, I think he was just trying to gather the best of people to come together yeah. and create hope. But little did he know the next generation of ultimate despair would infect yeah. it, it from within. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what the genius is. Because, it's like, so you, you get the guy that was the ultimate despair that creates Junko Inoshima to go in and destroy Hope's Peak Academy. Because Hope's Peak Academy restores the world. The world becomes this great place, and he loses, and he just is angry. And so, like, I imagine he creates Junko Inoshima or corrupts her and sends her in to completely like he basically builds her he's like how am i gonna infiltrate he's like well i'll just get someone that could be that could be accepted into the school and send them in and they will be and they will tear down this school and i will take what he built like his whole idea he probably loved it he was like i'm gonna take this whole idea of this hope speak academy that he built and i'm gonna use it to make the world worse than it ever was like I feel like like the theory you can you can see you can see why it would make sense. I should I should be yeah. a writer for that. <laughs> yeah, we should. I don't I don't know. If we the, should just create the next. I don't game. know if the part where the ultimate despair infected the next generation of Junko because she really just seems like a crazy psychopath who's also intelligent. Well, but that sure would be more satisfying. Not so much yeah. inf- infected her like or corrupted her. I'm thinking he found her. I'm thinking he he went through a long process of finding certain people. He found Junko Inoshima, like, because he had to find someone that could be accepted in school, but could be deterred to a path, not so much of just turning to despair and turning out like the students did when they went down despair, but embracing despair. Mm. Like, really, like, it probably, like, Hope's Peak Academy's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I imagine he's been working hard to find the perfect person to take what he is and just accept it but also they had to be someone that could get into the school so like i'm sure he could have found people but like he needed the perfect person and like i just imagine you know this poor little girl who has clearly like multiple personality disorder like she's probably like could have been helped she could have, like, I imagine she could have been helped. Like, she's a person that could have been helped, and also a person that could easily turn to the, like, you could corrupt her. Yeah. Push her to the dark side kind of thing. Yeah. But she's also, like, a person that, you know, you could have done your best and pushed her to the good side. But, you know, she just got into the wrong hands. In the wrong hands, yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I would love for that to be the case. Well, it would be really cool is if uh, the the ultimate despair before Junko didn't actually die though and then yeah. he re- was revealed as a mastermind exactly. in a future game that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking too because like you do an almost be cool. uh, My Hero Academia yeah. where the guy that was this ultimate's despair he's not dead yeah like he is still alive but he like because there's nothing that would kill him yeah like nothing was there to like he wasn't die. he's been around still he just used Junko to like completely corrupt and like because reason... he he couldn't get in as an yeah. ultimate student, so yeah, he needed a, exactly. a pawn, and he couldn't like maybe he even had kids, yeah, and they still weren't 
good enough. Like, <laughs> that's so sad and I so dark, that dude. Would been, right? That would have been so great yeah, if that's like, what they decided to do. That's really even like V three. I wish, man. Because like even with V three, you might still be able to make it work. Well, see, I really think, I really think you can approach the series. I think there's three def- different ways you can approach the series. And I think fans would understand what direction you're going in. Yeah. You can work off of V3 directly and go from that route as if that's what just happened. You can do something completely new and separate that aren't connected to really any of them. Yeah. Um, or you can work off of the original trilogy as if V3 didn't really happen. It's so hard to talk about like V three. Yeah, yeah. Wait. So, so, what are your theories on V three, Daniel? I mean, if, I'm, I'm, if you have any, because it imagine, is connected, but it's not connected. Like Makoto, I, I know Makoto's not really in it. I wouldn't describe it as it is and isn't connected. I would describe it as it is for sure connected. Um, but if you were to retcon it and just go off of the original trilogy, I think it would be clear for fans that that's what they did. I do think it takes yeah. place like way into the future. Yeah. Like too far into the future. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's what they should do. Like I mean, get this guy that's like the ultimate despair. Like he really thought like I imagine like if this guy did exist, he would be pissed that Junko lost like he really thought Junko was gonna completely like he essentially he did think she did it yeah he and then like, out of nowhere he she, she was, was originally a pawn her. but then became a prodigy yeah and then he was like perfect she did what I exactly wanted to do she's created this perfect world and he's like okay like now finish it and then out of nowhere Makoto comes <laughs> he's, he's like, probably guy. like oh. and he's like he was thinking Junko was gonna deal with her she doesn't but he was smart and had Junko and Junko was a smart prodigy and also created Monica you know but then Monica lost (laughs) and so now he's got to go back to the drawing board again and maybe he's going to come out of the shadows to become the ultimate despair again against Makoto I would love that and then yeah and the game already sets it up because we have Monokuma yeah. Monokuma could come back and we're like, well, Junko's dead. What yeah. is this bear doing here again? And yeah. he would already have a way to, to, to work in. Like, also, before we end this, I think another interesting fact is why Monokuma? Why this bear? Like, I, I think does this bear Something that Brady and I from? have talked about. Yeah. Do you, do you remember at the end of the first game, you defeat Junko and then it shows the final cutscene of Monokuma just laughing on the ground like he's a sentient bear because yeah. he's still talking even though Junko is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't play off of that. That was probably just a trick to get people interested. But Brady and I think it would be so interesting if that wasn't a trick and Monokuma is actually sentient, whether it's an alien or maybe even an AI, something, that would be so incredible. Where we're playing this new game, there's Monokuma, and we're all like, who's the mastermind? And then Monokuma's like, get He's just this. like a I'm demon a lot, from hell. I'm, or a demon. He's like, get this, I'm a lot more than just a step to bear. Or maybe, imagine this, the ultimate, 
the guy that was the ultimate despair before Junko created this AI bear. Uh, to also keep a watch over Junko like it was his way to kind of like monitor Junko kind of like use his influence to keep Junko like on the path that he wanted keeping like monitoring being able to keep like in control but being completely just off the grid completely invisible gone yeah because he can be like I'm a stuffed bear or or like or he could have just like somehow like put his soul into Monica, yeah. which makes it a little bit more less realistic. But, but that's maybe, a little bit more interesting. Yeah. But than also, Dang and Rampa, like it's not that realistic. Like yeah. it's not it it's not that realistic. Some supernatural, but elements. I think it does yeah. such a good job of feeling realistic, and I think yeah, that's a I huge selling right. point to a lot of people. I mean, I, I, it it could be still semi realistic if he he was an old man by this point when Junko finally stepped into power he was so old that he can't really do much and he was coming to the end of his life and so he put his he did put his intelligence he put his brain basically transferred his brain into the bear see I think it would have been cool if yeah, he was that. like the mastermind of the the anime at the end like yeah. you know the old guy at the end Tangan oh, yeah. Yeah. who was kind of the mastermind but it didn't really make sense of why he was the mastermind he was yeah. just kind of doing it yeah I don't know that would have been cool if so so happen. there's clearly so much potential for them to work off the original trilogy too oh, yeah. if they still wanted to I would love so much if Ding and Rampa continues and they work yeah. off the original trilogy. And the team's like, you know, some people wanted to go with a new route. Uh, we decided we didn't really want to do that, and we'd rather just um, play off the original trilogy. That'd be my dream scenario. I'd be so yeah. happy. Although, yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they did continue from V3. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of different directions you could, could go if with they, the end of V3. So out of the three and scenarios... I wouldn't mind that at all. ...that I mentioned... I'd be happy with any of them. I would be by far the most happy with just focusing on the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, but working off of V3, I could still see them uh, doing it in a way that I would care an awful lot about. Um, if they decided to start something completely new and disconnect it, that might be my least favorite route, unless it's like a new trilogy. So instead of being like, all right, we're going to do one-offs from now on, it's more of like we're starting a new, but from now on we're going to be connected again, just yeah, in a new way. I would love yeah. that. So if they do it that route, I would still be pretty happy. Yeah. Um, I, just, I always love when series with a lot of story and a lot of lore can make connections. I love how Xenoblade does that. Um, and honestly, that's a big reason why I'm not quite as attached to Final Fantasy, because they're mm-hmm. all one-offs. Yeah. That's why I feel like... That's why I thought you would like One Piece. I like One Piece. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. It's just a bunch of things connecting to, to each other. Interesting. Yeah. I do, though, think that they could do so much with Danganronpa. Um, but, bef- you know. Before we end it off, we could maybe real quickly mention uh, a couple favorite trials, top three characters. Yeah. No. What was your guys' favorite trial? Um, okay, let's let's do both our favorite and the one that we were just the most confused about. Yeah, that's a good good way to do it. 
I remember. <laughs> I know it's hard. <laughs> um, there's only, I think, there's only ten ten that happened, right? I think so. Yeah. If we're not counting V three since yeah, Daniel hasn't played it. Counting V three, yeah. and I don't know if any of V threes would even make it into my list, except for maybe the first one. You know what the one I think the one that was confusing to me that kind of threw me off for a while was uh in 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 two you remember that place where you gotta go play the death game and you're inside oh, the oh yeah. who dies in there it's, it's it was the robot dude nekumaru nekumaru the robot version i was just i can't remember if it was his death or the actual nekumaru's death that i it would, they made it really complicated to like figure out like okay like because like a lot of the people I was like nobody would kill him but then it wasn't his best like the best guy his best was, friend that was killed well, him it was Gundam yeah who killed the yeah. robot Gundam killed yeah, the Gundam robot killed and then the real Nekamaro I forget just had like some type of accident yeah and um, he changed into Mechamaro where, where he like died but Monokuma was like well, this will ruin the game. So they brought out a robot version of him. And then oh, the characters right. are like, this is a robot. It's not really him. And Monokuma's like, you know, maybe he's real. Yeah, but like once that happened, <laughs> I was Monokuma's like... Monokuma's like, just work with it so you don't break the game. Once that yeah. happened, I was like, okay, he's probably not going to die now because they yeah. just did this whole thing with him. But that was stupid. But then cause he died. <laughs> he, yeah. Then he just died um, right away. But yeah, that was, that was a cool... Trial. That, that might be one of the most confusing for me um just because there's so many elements to it it was very yeah. layered there was trying to figure out how the building worked yeah um there was figuring out where everyone was what the motive could have yeah. could have been there was the game um, that one game you would like the basically rush wasn't it like russian roulette that you had to yeah play? with nagato yeah oh where, where we're just trying to get information through that yeah um i don't think I really, really liked that one. It wasn't my favorite, but it would probably be yeah. my pick as the most confusing. Like, yeah. I think that was the one that I had. The I, most I, I don't know. I would pick the trial before that as the most confusing. Which one was that? Where uh, both Ibuki and um, Hiyoko died. Two people oh, died. Yeah, oh, I, well, I was you, thinking about that You one walked too. in and saw like someone someone like hung themselves yeah. and they were dead oh, and you're like dude, what the hell and you went to go grab the others yes. and then you came back and there was another person dead because oh yeah because didn't one of the girls that died killed that the first girl right and no then, both no? of them were killed by the same person yeah. they were both killed by the the nurse that one was mm -hmm. really that one was confusing. i was so yeah. confused i was just like how did two people die we because, were gone we weren't yeah, gone for yeah, long because you remember like i think i went to go investigate the beach house investigate the beach house the beach house one was confusing too yeah the beach house yeah. was confusing that was yeah. the most shocking one because you didn't encounter it yeah. first you heard the announcement first and it was like uh, a body has been discovered and yeah. you weren't there and you're like wait who died oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah and you, like you were pretty suspect too there yeah. too for a while yeah. well and then that's i think that's why two was the best it's because the deaths, like figuring out who killed who in that, was a little, I think definitely more. They're uh, they're creative. Just, yeah, 
and like across the board there was just more layers to it yeah like they thought really hard about like okay how can we really throw everybody off when playing this game like because the first game like yeah they throw you off pretty well Mm -hmm. and it's well done but then the second game they're like they you can tell they were like we need to step it up yeah like we need to step it up with these deaths and really make them like go to class trial or go to trial and be like (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) be like like i'm like and i mean the great thing about these games is like you go to class trial and you're just like you don't want to imagine any of these people killed someone right like you're just like i don't want to assume this guy killed someone or this girl killed this person like like you don't want to assume the 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 nurse killed two girls the way ding rompa makes everyone a character that you build a relationship with it makes it so much more difficult because you're biased as a player then you're like well i love this character they couldn't have done it exactly you're just like well i like this part i don't want to like (laughs) yeah but they did i think yeah um what was your guys's favorite trials though um the final one i think mine was probably chapter five of danganronpa 2 which one was, was really good with Nagito's death and Chiaki being yeah. a killer but that was just because of Nagito's that luck one, that one had so many layers at first we're like oh we kill he killed himself and mm-hmm. then we're like oh no his he we like threw poisonous gas because he knew that yeah and then that killed him and then we're like oh we can't figure that out and then we're like oh wait a second he had luck yeah. It would have directed towards who he wanted it to. And just that progression yeah. was yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's my favorite chapter. Like, even that one was really confusing. Yeah. yeah. That one you go into, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, I love it. That was a really good one. I would I would probably say um, chapter three of two was my, my favorite. Who was that again? That's the one where... Dad, the two girls died and the nurse did it yeah because it was just finding the evidence and putting together was just the most satisfying for me in that chapter um because there was so much going on for when the deaths happened already in that chapter we were figuring out some lore stuff the outside world so we were pretty busy doing other stuff and then for the deaths to happen and for us to work backwards of how it could have happened it was just so satisfying oh yeah um and a lot of time, and for most of it, I couldn't think that the nurse did it because I really liked the nurse and she yeah. was so sweet. And I was like, dude, it couldn't be her. Yeah, it couldn't <laughs> be her. Every of chapter of two, I thought Sonia did it. <laughs> Every single chapter. But she never ended up being a murderer. She was always talking about serial killers yeah. and just like really dark things that didn't fit her character. And I'm like, oh, she has so, to be a murderer. It, at and every time she was nice, I was like, it almost seems like that, that fake sense of niceness. Yeah. But and it, then wasn't. it wasn't. <laughs> you know, the creators did that on purpose. I know. They're like, we're going to throw him off of this girl. But that's yeah. part of the fun is that they make it so difficult to predict. Yeah. I love in one how, like, a lot of the characters that made it out are, yeah, some characters that had a lot of relevance in the plot and a lot of buildup. Yeah. But then one of them was the fortune teller who, like, never does anything. Didn't do anything. <laughs> and I it just makes it so going forward, it's like, who knows who's going to make it out? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about the fortune teller guy. He's so I funny. remember I predicted, like, everyone who survived in V3, except for one. What is your favorite chapter in V3, Lucas? 
Just real quick. Um, three. Two. Mine is definitely the first one. One. I feel like that's the best one out of all of them. I can't remember them clearly enough because I think about V3 so left less often. Um... Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I want to ask a question to get my brain rolling, but that'll be immediate spoilers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, who died in Chapter 3 again? Just no. remember Chapter 3. Two people always die in Chapter 3 in all of the games. Yeah. Someone, uh, I watched a video on analysis of that, and there's a lot more similarities between how and who dies be- across the three games. And... Um, I think it would have been better if they um, deviated a little bit more, and yet they had to have done something brilliant for me to not have noticed the pattern across all three games. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, I can't remember enough of V three off the top of my head. It's crazy. You remember the first chapter though, right? Oh, of course. Took me a bit. <laughs> yeah. See, um, that actually wasn't as satisfying as I think they wanted it to be for me. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Because they, they do something in the first chapter that fans have been wanting them to do the entire series, and then they finally did it. And it's, it's really interesting kill the main character kill the character it, it's, you're playing it's something it's something yeah um favorite top three favorite characters um Makoto Naegi three times yep <laughs> Hajime Chiaki Manokuma <laughs> what's Makoto's sister's name Oh, I actually really like. I her. like Komaru. Yeah, Komaru. Um, probably Kirigiri. Lucy. Yeah. Huh. Did I, I love Kirigiri? The same. She's freaking great. Although I really like uh, what's his name, Rantaro. Is that his name in V three, or is that the <laughs> tennis player? No, yeah, Red Taro Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he's he's the character with the the mystery talent. He, so uh, you don't know what his talent he, is. And he's like he's not like exact you, but, but he man, gives off the really... vibes of you so much. <laughs> so funny. You gotta play V three. I'll get there eventually. Maybe. Um... Mine are probably Makoto Naegi, Kirigiri, and then Chiaki. Yeah, yeah we're all the same. I think honestly the same, yeah. <laughs> I might, if I thought about it more and all of it was more fresh in my head, I might switch Chiaki at, and Kirigiri for second and third place. But they're still... The, but they're, the top. they're top three. I love them all or, very okay. much. Yeah, okay. Um, actually, Kokichi might be in my top three. Oh, I love Kokichi. Dude. I love Kokichi. Kokichi is one of the most incredible characters in all of fiction and the highlight of V3 by far. And yet, I still think I like Nagato more. <laughs> ah, that's really hard for me. I don't know if I would like 
Nagato is just like too crazy for me. Yeah. Kokichi no, but it's is like, like well, see, that's is crazy, but he's a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, but Nagato, you could argue that it was like a controlled type of crazy too. Because remember, he's like, I'm bringing despair because I believe despair is always met with a more powerful hope. And so it was this weird belief that him being bad would lead to good. And it just was so engaging to me. Yeah, and I feel like Kokichi was kind of the same, except with lying and truths. Yeah. He kind of the same, but he approached it in a very different manner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, a lie. And he, and he all, yeah. They're both amazing characters, but I think I like Nagato slightly more. Yeah, that's fair. Nagato. I love Nagato. Um, is is, Nagato from 2? Yeah, Yeah, he's the... The crazy guy? (laughs) Yeah, he's the crazy guy that looks like Makoto Nagi loosely. every time. Dude, he's crazy. Dude, he was so funny, though. He is so funny. And at first I was like, dude, he's so nice. Such a nice guy. (laughs) The first murder, I was like, dude, it was probably him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's so fucking obvious. (laughs) But it wasn't him. But But it it was. That's when the game really threw me off. I was like, okay, this is what this game's gonna be. Yeah. I wanna play another Danganronpa game. I had a dream one night that I was inside a Danganronpa game and no one was killing each other. So what Monokuma did as a motive was turned out all the lights. (laughs) And he's like, alright, lights go back on as soon as someone dies. That's for living in the dark. And then I just remember being in my my dorm room for like three days because I didn't want to go outside in the dark when people might murder me. And then I was like, dude, so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) That I just remember like clinging to the wall trying to get to the kitchen (laughs) in the dark. And then I like tripped over a body and I was like, oh. (laughs) Uh, Well, guess it's time for me to become the ultimate hope. But I feel like there's still so much they could do with the series, both in terms of trials and gameplay, Mm -hmm. but also story. Murders, deaths. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I get the impression, based off of V3, that some of the people involved making the games thinks that... um, the fan base or possibly them them as creators are making something that's um not good for the world because you know there's a lot of dark stuff involved but i don't really think that's the case i think i think there's a lot of dark stuff involved but it never puts it out there in a manner that's like this is okay or good it puts it out in the manner as world can be incredibly awful sometimes and so we need people to to brighten the day need hope we need hope mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was very powerful to me there you have it ladies and gentlemen and that even if you don't have a talent you can still live your life the way you want to because you have more freedom than everyone else it's true wow dang it Rampa. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it grandpa god damn it grandpa <laughs> That was fun. I like Danganronpa. I, I like see. Danganronpa. Go and play it. If you listen to this, 
you probably don't understand anything. Oh, man. So many spoilers. What a roller coaster that would have been if you've never played or heard of this series before. Just listen. I I bet our dad is going to listen to this. He listens to every episode. I feel like he might turn it off when we did the initial. He's our second biggest fan. (laughs) You know who our first biggest fan is? He is a Patreon, did you know? We have our very first Patreon. Oh, really? Jesse. Is really? It actually? <laughs> Dude, he's such a swell guy. He is our Patreon, and you know why That's he so became funny. a Patreon, right. and now we have to abide to his wishes because he's a Patreon. I mean, <laughs> technically, we don't have to. We, we have should. to talk about a uh, worm. worm odyssey. <laughs> yeah. We have to talk about worm odyssey now. <laughs> oh man! Thank you, Jesse, for being a Patreon, though. We appreciate it, and I guess we'll talk about worm odyssey. Worm Odyssey is a game for the NES that came out in 1846. So, I don't think I'm going to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to like Wikipedia. Yeah, see, the funny thing about that game is that it's not real. It doesn't exist. That's not a real game. It's not a real game, Worm Odyssey? (laughs) What? Who makes up that title as a video game? (laughs) Why does he want me to talk about a non-existing game? I, I don't know. He just thinks it's so funny. Worms uh, and rats are the funniest to say, things to Jesse. I know nothing Jesse. about this game. Worm Odyssey. Wow. Worm Odyssey. I mean, I guess we gotta still talk about it. What does Google have to say about Worm Odyssey? I'm pretty sure it's just a fake game. Worm Odyssey. Worm Odyssey didn't go as anyone planned. What? It says on Reddit. What? Okay. So was it planned to be a game? And then it mentions nothing. <laughs> the worm Odyssey. I see YouTube videos about it. <laughs> Whatever. I'll look up stuff on it when we need to talk about it. Anyway. You guys have a suggestion for the week? Because now we move into one and only one suggestion. I don't know if I have a suggestion. I recommend um, Danganronpa. <laughs> so, no way. I also it's my fifth favorite franchise of all time across all medias. I'm a very, very big fan. Yeah. Um, can't can't praise it enough. Has flaws, of course. Might not resonate quite as strongly with some, but there's a little bit something there for almost everyone. And if you want like a, good. if you want if you love mystery, like if you love murder mystery wonderful murder if you love murder mystery if you love a deep story if you love um really strong themes and of morals and ethics if you love like if you love strong cast of characters there there's an awful lot to love here world building but Um, also if you're still listening to this and you haven't played (laughs) david alpha what's wrong with you it's true I'm hoping that maybe they would forget most of what we say. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just like listened, but they kind of just went over their head and they don't know like, any like, of the deaths we talked about or yeah. any of the spoilers. Um, yeah. yeah, incredible series. Dude, what a great series. Highly suggested. Mm-hmm. You have any suggestion, Brady? Uh, we talked about it earlier, but Invincible. Oh, yeah. It's it's a real good show. I'm I'm really excited for season two. Yeah, great superhero show. 
it just shows superheroes and like a superhero society but in a very realistic way mm-hmm. it's like like the heroes aren't gonna be able yeah. to save everyone oh, yeah. all the time they're gonna fail they're not gonna be able to save people from an alien invasion oh yeah people are going to die in brutal ways like every- and that's going to affect the heroes everybody always says like oh yeah the boys is like the most realistic superhero show out there which okay i get why you think that and it has realistic elements like yeah superheroes would probably be turned into like a marketing scheme and all that stuff but at the same time i really don't think every superhero would be awful person like i think there would be people superheroes that would be powerful superheroes that are actually trying to be good people and like be real superheroes where i think why invincible is great is because there are people like trying to be great superheroes and like really take on the superhero status and then you do have superheroes that are awful people and doing awful things and and like just you know up to no good and it's it's hard to be a superhero and that's something invincible does really well is it shows just how difficult and tragic being a superhero can be oh yeah and i think it's the best evil superman his dad plays the best evil superman i've seen by far yeah i'm i'm excited what to see what they do with him same in future seasons both of your guys' suggestion are my suggestion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Times two. Times two. two. Squared. I don't think I've really watched anything recently. One Piece. Mortal Kombat was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, I could see why you'd be disappointed. Lucas is the biggest <laughs> but... Mortal Kombat fan. Oh, the biggest? It's fun. Like... If you really just want a fun action movie with some gore and a lot of fun battles and deaths, Mortal Kombat is a lot of fun. There's some me like there's some meandering moments where it's like training moments and it's kind of boring because they're not like the best training montage really ever. Like I was like, eh, I've seen a lot better training moments. Or these moments in Mortal Kombat, it's like kind of boring. Whereas like Mortal Kombat, I want to see people actually fight. Like this is a fighting movie. I want to see people fight. I don't need training. Or at least make the training good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Jesse, for being a Patreon. Thank you, Jesse. You can support you. us on Patreon if you do it, if you would like. There is a button always attached to the podcast, and then also a link in the description. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, the more you support us, the more content we bring to you, and the more we can do. Uh, we are looking at expanding and doing other things here soon. I do want to get that D&D podcast gunner going soon because it will be so much fun i'm looking to buy different ties for each episode like imagine you're in i mean it's not full dang and rampa but you know it's got those dang and rampa vibes like something's mysterious going down in school but you know you're also living your school life brady's got a crush yeah brady's (laughs) got a crush on someone i got a crush on someone i can't wait to get i can't wait to introduce you guys to the characters Oh my gosh, the teacher is amazing, and like the direct the the guy that the principal or the superintendent of the school, whatever he's called, the head the, the head of the school, he's a great guy. 
Kind of. <laughs> and then there's this one teacher. She's a real bitch. Oh, man. But she's great. You'll hate her. She's going to hate you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. I'm I'm going to bully Lucas's character. Aw, dude. Yeah, but I mean, it's only got... so you can become the ultimate hope. It's right. for your own good. It's to make you stronger. I'll tell you this. You're going to encounter a bully pretty fast. Aw, dude. <laughs> Brady. <laughs> yeah. It'll be Brady. It'll be Brady. Yeah. I mean, I, there is a... There, I already am. I am planning to, like, introduce a bully into the game. and It's gonna be a dick to you guys. Aw, dude. But he's... Aw, dude. Like, the bully is... I'm... I'm... Ins- he's inspired by Flash from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man game. <laughs> or movies. <laughs> That's that's the de facto bully right there. <laughs> He's so funny. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he says in the deep deep. It's so funny. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight me neither. <laughs> oh man. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. Oh, he's so funny. What I love a line, dude. Oh my god, the greatest line. I think I saw a meme of like it was Thanos, and he he says some line about fighting, and then it just the next panel is Flash from Tobey Maguire Spider Man just putting his fist up saying, "I wouldn't want to fight me neither." <laughs> 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 That's like the so funniest funny. meme I've ever seen. That's amazing. Uh, anyway, is it over? Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, we do have a message, actually. Oh, dude, no <laughs> way. <laughs> Tim Singer. Oh man. On Instagram writes, "Who is Dan Ganrampa?" Who says this? Tim Singer. <laughs> Who is Dan? <laughs> Who is Dan space Ganrampa? Wow. And then I uh, proceed to write, well, Super Chillin Bros proceeds to write back government conspiracy. <laughs> Where he actually write his actual message Tim wants to write about his actual feelings about Danganronpa, where he says the Danganronpa was my favorite dinosaur from the late Jurassic period. <laughs> I mean, there were no, they were no Stegosaurus, <laughs> but still pretty cool. Incredible. Yeah, um, right in. Check out everything. Yeah, if you need to check out social media or anything or Patreon or. Anything and everything where you can find us, we always have links in the descriptions below. Subs- the description. <laughs> and subscribe. Link? Yeah, subscribe. Just do, subscribe, just do all like, of it. Follow. If, if you like us. If you don't, us. Just, just kill us. Rate us on just Apple Podcasts. Follow us. Subscribe to us. I barely post on YouTube anymore. I'll get back to it eventually. Like the video if you like the video. Yeah. Dislike the video if you dislike the video. <laughs> And don't forget to smash that like button. <laughs> smash. Smash. Bros. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you know, this is probably over, right? 
Probably. Yeah. No, it's not. Because we haven't said our... <laughs> our Brady. Why ask the question if you already know the answer, Daniel? Because <laughs> he wanted to hear what you would say. I did. I did. I'm going to throw Monokuma at you. <laughs> and... Fare thee well, everyone. Goodbye. Lucas. Merry Christmas. Bonjour. Bonjour. Ma- bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Elliot. episode has been brought to you by the stuffed dog that says 2019 on the side of it on Brady's shelf oh dude yeah yeah the shelf in my room no yeah I know I was thinking about it oh yeah you were <laughs> yeah I was thinking about okay what does Brady's room look like and yeah, I okay. remember it I was like oh yeah he's got that stuffed dog on the right. shelf stuffed dog <laughs> <laughs> the graduation dog uh huh No, anyway, anyway, it's time we move on to the next podcast. Silly thoughts with Daniel. I'm gonna yell. <laughs> Incredible. Now, the question of the day is: Would you rather be twice as tall as you are. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Yeah, it was so funny, dude. I was playing Monster Hunter with my friends last night and I was like, so, would you guys rather be twice as tall or half your height? <laughs> did you hear how mad they were, Brady? No, I just heard the freaking, question. Freaking Jonathan just goes, just shut up. <laughs> shut up. Did, 30 seconds, Lucas, without a question. <laughs> so, what are you guys' favorite Dr. Seuss story? Oh, dude, you did hear me. <laughs> I heard all of it. And then, and then, after Jonathan being like, this is a stupid question, I'm not answering. And then my other two friends were like, definitely twice your height. Society prefers tall people. And then Jonathan goes, you guys are so stupid. You guys are thinking six or seven feet. He said twice your height. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. You guys are going to be 12 foot tall losers. (laughs) No, you could play in the NBA. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's what they said. And they're like, yeah, but you know, you could you could be an easy film actor. You could play in the NBA. Whereas if you're two and a half feet tall, film actor. No, you can be a film actor. No, I I feel like if you were twelve feet tall, you could be a passable bull actor and probably get parts. Just be in a lot of horror so movies. Tall. Yeah, you'd just be like, <laughs> you'd be you'd be a very like. You'd be playing the same character or a horror character. <laughs> I feel like you, you would get roles all the time, even if you're just passable. Maybe. Just because you're 12 feet tall. Maybe. Depends how well you can act. Yeah, but anyways. I feel like you just, all you gotta be is, is like a, I think a, a C plus. Personally, in my to. opinion. I, if you're a C, a C plus. is still a lot. <laughs> personally. Uh, <maybe> right. <laughs> I, C plus is still a I lot. I think we should end the podcast. That's, that's, we're on, no, that's we did. We're on to silly thoughts with Daniel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you heard most of our conversation. That's so funny. What was it? Or you'd rather be half your height? I don't. Half your height or twice your height? Lucas, I don't think you understand. I, anytime you're playing games with friends, I always hear. <laughs> I always hear you just randomly laughing in the middle of the night. <laughs> So Jonathan would prefer to be half the height. He would be, yeah. So he just would rather be a midget. Anybody that would be half the height, even if you're seven foot tall, that puts you at four foot. <laughs> that puts you a little under four feet. Yeah. Like, dude, being being above ten foot would be so inconvenient, though. Oh man, very inconvenient. Your feet would have to compensate. And then my friends were like, "Dude, girls prefer tall guys." And then Jonathan's like, "Yeah, they don't prefer ten foot guys." Man, but like, think how like you would, like your I would go into the Olympics because like you. Oh my God! I you imagine bad like, you your stride. Would be so long. <laughs> Stride is like twenty steps for someone. <laughs> oh, we have a. Oh, yeah. You know. I wonder if they would develop. Oh. <laughs> we have a Jesus. special guest. <laughs> you know, we just mentioned. It's okay. Yeah, we're we're we were talking about your com. We were talking about your favorite uh, yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, it's all right. We, so funny. We, <laughs> we, we just finished it. Yeah, the yeah. podcast is over now, but Daniel still hasn't. Well, we, moved, the we moved on to the other podcast, Silly Thoughts. With did, you guys sing, did you guys sing the song? Oh, yeah, we did. My name is Dangan Rumpa. I'm a funny looking dinosaur. <laughs> Dangan Rumpa. God damn it, Grandpa. That's so funny. Incredible. Uh, well, I'm going to get up and leave. Oh, so yeah, you twice your height or half your height, Brady? Final, final thoughts. Definitely entering the Olympics. <laughs> I originally was like, short is probably the way to go. 12 foot would just be so inconvenient. I thought of like 20 ways that things are just fine, but for you, they would be a nightmare where they would still be doable if you're short. But then there's also just like, yeah, but you could just make careers made for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just play join, basketball, join, play yeah. volleyball, like. Join the get on enter the Olympics. Yeah, it's like sure life's gonna be like moment to moment more inconvenient for you, but like the yeah. larger plane could be just fine. 
Yeah, I'd probably do twice, twice as tall. Whereas when you're like shorter, you don't really get any benefit to that. The benefit you get is, you know... You're not as tall. You don't have to buy a 12-foot a, a bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can take showers. Yes, but you should be able to have the career to pay for that 12-foot bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, it made for such a funny question. <laughs> Every time I would ask a question, Jonathan would be go, Lucas... Lucas, I'm not answering. That's the stupidest oh. question. And then another f- friend would give an answer that Jonathan would just have so much issues with. This <laughs> <laughs> oh is so funny, dude. Playing Monster Hunter is so much fun, and then just talking with my friends and just joking around. Yeah, I want to get the Monster Hunter. Hey, right. Both of you, just let's go to Walmart right now. Get two copies of Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah, I guess I still need to buy Monster Hunter, huh? Well, you yeah. only have to play it for five hours. I'm just hoping you like it enough that you buy it, because otherwise we can't play it again. Right. We're but. almost at two hours. Which is why I'm going to leave. <laughs> All right, well, it, it's been a pleasure, except not really, kind of. It's always kind of just meh. I'm still recording. Oh, I know. The dang and rock part where we got the theories was fun. Yeah, yeah. Brady just hates life. <laughs> I do. He's a Sasuke. So funny.